Welcome to season five of Moments with Moni, also known as the Blogger Domestic Lady. Join your host Moni for practical tips from a biblical perspective, as she shares all things homemaking to help you cultivate beauty and light in your heart and home. A podcast for the young and young at heart to thrive in the blessed calling as a homemaker and to bring glory to God. Well, hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. This is episode number 137. I'm so happy to be in this week finally. Happy Thanksgiving to you all. I hope that you have plans to be with friends and family and neighbors and strangers and just have a a wonderful time of being hospitable with anyone that you meet, whether it be in your home or somewhere else. If you're traveling, asking God for special travel mercies for you as you go, spread God's joy wherever you go. This world can be so ugly. Just share his love and let him work in and through you. And now a quick message from a friend and a fellow podcaster, Laura Paget. Hello, my name is Laura Paget. I am an author, a public speaker, a praise dancer, and a podcaster. And you know what? I wanted to tell you I am celebrating something very special in 2021. I am celebrating my 70th birthday. I had that back in June, but to me every day is a celebration because I believe that at every age and every stage, God calls us to serve him and others. And one way to do that is to show him to the world. But like so many other people, I've often said, well, how do you show someone to the world where you don't know what he looks like? And about 15 years ago, as I was pondering that, I began to jot down stories, some very tiny and some a little bit longer, that showed Jesus through caring for each other, through accepting care from others, through understanding that my ministries of dance and writing were to be used for others. I believe that's the best way we can show Jesus to other people, especially people who don't know him yet. In 2018, I collected those stories. Well, some of them, not all of them. But I collected them into an anthology called Jesus in Shorts, 25 Short Stories of Life-Changing Jesus Moments. And what I wrote about were times when I was called to show Jesus in a way, sometimes where I had to humble myself in an apology to someone I'd hurt, in a way where I had to give up my expectation what my day should be like so I could minister to someone he sent to me, a stranger, in a way where I could put aside political and religious differences and talk to people about a mutual love for a 1969 Volkswagen named Leonard in a way where I was called into a ministry to be an elf, yes, an elf in homeless shelters and children's homes and could see the magic in their eyes when a little bit of secular Christmas brought them 
some joy. And I believed I was doing the Lord's work there, as was my team. This anthology, as I said, was 2018. And I continue to write stories. And I continue to share as I can, as I see Jesus and want him seen too by others. For what I've discovered is Jesus looks like taking care of each other. If you're interested in this book, you can certainly purchase it on my website, laurallpaget.com, and just click on the books tab. Or you could buy it from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you get your books. I am very hopeful that I will continue to be blessed as I now head to my 71st year to see, to write, and to tell the story of Jesus by showing him to people who know him and people who do not. I'm praying that these little stories might interest you in telling stories of your own. And that way, we continue to grow the kingdom. I believe Jesus has in mind. You can find the links to Laura's books in the show notes. My husband and I will be blessed this year again. We get to host a Thanksgiving meal with our family and many will be here to eat. And so the preparations have begun. Thankfully, my wrist is feeling a little better. I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to put out this uh, podcast this week or even begin all of the Thanksgiving preparations. I'm not sure exactly what I did to my wrist, but it hurts and I couldn't use it for anything. So I've been doing a lot of reading and that's about it. Can't do the crocheting or the washing or the cooking or the podcasting or it's amazing how much your right hand is used when you're a right hander. But I can still pray and I can still read my Bible. Thankfully, the uh, grandchildren were very, very helpful last week in cleaning up, so I don't feel too far behind. So I've just been moving slowly, a little at a time, and resting. It reminds me of what Jesus said when he left to go home. He said he would be back, but while he's gone, he's going there to prepare a place for us to be with him forever. There will be mansions. I don't know if I'm going to get a mansion or if I'm going to live in a tiny corner of one. But And I don't know how long it's going to take him to prepare it. No, that's not true. I do know because his work is done. He's sitting at the right hand of God. His work is finished. It may take me quite a while to get things done, but God can speak and things are done. Jesus, his work is done. It's finished. No more. No more will there be any crying or sorrow or tears when we finally get home and spend eternity with him in our eternal home. For now, we have an opportunity to make our home a sanctuary and a beautiful place for others to come and Spend time with us as we share God's word, as we share love, 
I know for me, it's a good thing to just turn off the TV. Uh, we did that a long time ago, but turn off the news and don't even listen right now. God's in control. I don't have to know every little detail. Those in charge of making decisions hear the whole story. And I have to trust that God will do what's right through them. My time can be better spent praying and reading the word. And we left off in Luke 1 last week. I believe it was at chapter, uh, verse 24 of chapter 1. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth, Zechariah's wife, conceived and hid herself for five months, saying, Thus has the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph. They were engaged, of the house of David, and and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Wow, the story takes a turn there quickly, doesn't it? We were reading about, learning about Zacharias and Elizabeth and the child that they were going to conceive. And then all of a sudden, another uh, announcement comes from the angel Gabriel that Mary will have a child. And here Luke is very precise in his mentioning here in verse 27 that this child will come from Joseph of the house of David. If you've been studying the covenants through here at Moments with Moni with me, you know how important that is to know that this child is coming through the line of David. Let's read on and see Mary's reaction to the angel. Verse 29 says, And when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus." He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. There it is, explaining the covenant continuation of God's promise that someone will rule on the house from the house of David on that throne forever. Verse thirty three and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary unto the angel said, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? I haven't been with a man, I'm a virgin. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. There was a difference between the reaction of Zechariah and Mary to the angel. Zechariah answered in disbelief, whereas Mary asked, but how, how does this happen? I don't understand. Can you explain this thing to me, please? And so the angel explained it to her. 
And then in verse 36, the angel continued and said, And behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she also has conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Mary's heart was filled with submission. Your will for my life, Lord. Whatever you say, I am your handmaid. And if you say this will be, then it will be. And God here also reassures her, gives her reassurance through the angel because he tells her that her cousin, Elizabeth, is also expecting a child, one that shouldn't be able to be there, but is already six months along. What a reassurance this is going to be for Mary and Elizabeth as they visit in future. I pray that your visits with your family are filled with love and blessings and reassurance and a special time with you and the Lord and with each other. For this world has nothing really to offer us. God has everything to offer us. Remember Adam and Eve, they chose their own way and picked that apple off of that tree. Well, we don't know it was an apple, but picked the fruit off of that tree and chose their own way rather than the best way for God. But thankfully, God is not finished with us. He's offering another age, another time where we live right now to be able to share God's word with others. So as you gather, remind others of what the Bible says, how Jesus died for our sins, and that he has made a way for us to live with him forever and ever. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Some claim that as the Christian bar of soap. However, there is truth there. Bow your head in surrender to God above. Let him know that you love him with all of your heart. You accept what Jesus has done for you on the cross, his finished work of salvation for us on the cross, so that you can live with him forever and ever because the opposite is not something that he even wants for you i don't want for you that is something that we can choose if we want to but it's not a direction that is a happy one may your family visit be blessed and i hope to share about our visit next week and also about mary when she visits elizabeth starting in verse 39 and where Mary goes on to sing the Magnificat, the most wonderful song in scripture of thanksgiving to her God for all the things that God is doing through her. May you be blessed and not let that turkey burn. We aren't having turkey, we're having a ham because no one in this family likes turkey except for me. I'm not complaining though, right? No, I got those turkey drumsticks set aside for me. I just bought some for myself in the future. Make some turkey soup. And while you're all gathered around that table, take some time to let each other know just what it is that you are so thankful for and who you put your thankfulness in. Until we meet again, remember Proverbs 4.23 
Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moments with Moni. If you would like more information, I invite you to check out the show notes on the podcast or the blog at momentswithmoni.com. And please share it with a friend. 